0: lazy turnip in. Well, normally it would be listener letter time, but last week we got a letter from everyone's favorite Dranai food and lodging critic, Velmik, who wrote to us from Baralis, and he writes, hey there Tosh, I have bad news. Daolin was on ships with 7th legion that fell into Nazjatar and was hurt pretty bad but good news is that after admiral proudmore was able to open portal to Boralis, dowlin was evacuated back and is being cared for by healers at proudmore barracks i've travelled to Boralis to be with dowlin alice is safe in valley with cousin demesis but might be few weeks before i can come back i hope that eliandor can keep doing inside story for you while i am gone velmic well, Velmic, if you hear this, old friend, please tell Dao Lin that everyone here at the Half Hill Report, and I'm sure our listeners too, wish her a speedy recovery, and we send healing thoughts to you and her. Fortunately, I was able to reach Eliandor shortly after I got your letter, and he and his sister, um, Shala, are able to fill in, but of course, they could never replace you. So don't worry about a thing here. You just look after yourself and Dao Lin. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. Champions traveling through Half Hill are bringing news that both Horde and Alliance forces continue their individual campaigns against Queen Ashara's Naga forces. Bases of operation have been established in Mesemir and Newhome with the assistance of the Encoins. Despite the common threat, neither Horde nor Alliance High Command have indicated any intention to join forces. Against the Naga. In other news from around Azeroth, another world changing event has occurred. Gnomes from all over Azeroth are talking about the discovery of the fabled island of Mechagon. Established over 400 years ago by King Mechagon after the fall of Nomeragon, this lost island had fallen into the realm of legend until a secret vault was discovered in Tirigard Sound by the famous gnome explorer curvo cogpipe after repairing the abandoned technology in the vault cogpipe who has spent his life searching for mechagon discovered that it was receiving signals from mechagon reports are coming in of an insurgent group known as the rustbolt rebellion who are engaged in a conflict on the island the Half-Hill report will continue to follow this story and update our listeners as more information comes in and speaking of exciting discoveries there's always something exciting to discover when you shop with the fine vendors at Half Hill Market. Whether you're an adventurer just passing through looking for delicious Pandaren recipes, or a local farmer needing supplies, you'll find it at Half Hill Market. Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time now for the Rijak Report, a war report from our goblin in the field, sponsored by the Keen Bean Kaffa Company. The last time we heard from Rijak, he was back in dizaralor hoping to set up a business deal with the harbormaster there. Let's see what he's up to this week. Hey there, college. Well, I got big news this time. You probably heard about those new lands we stumbled across. Well, I didn't get too excited about that Nazjatar place. I had my fill of that drippy queen over in Shara. Anyone who stays in that hole she created in the water has got to be out of their minds. From what I understand, those walls of water are mighty high, and unless you got skills, you're gonna drown when she lets it go. I bet she's just waiting for enough adventurers to get there before she does. Not for me, college, no siree, not for me. But the other place, Mechagon they call it, now that's a paradise. There are more opportunities here than I can shake a stick at. Yeah, you got it right. I'm there already. Prince Gallywigs invited any goblins looking to make some gold to join him. And I hopped aboard immediately. That harbor master can wait. Everybody who is anybody is here. I seen Gaslow, who has hooked up with Prince Erasmus, some bigwig in the gnome world. Now that's a good connection. I also ran into an old friend, Grizzek Fizrench. He's taken up with a gnome lady. Eh, long story there. But I got to admit, she's kind of pretty once you get over that pale skin. But you don't got to worry about the pale skin on most of the gnomes. There's other things to think about. They've been changing bits of themselves into machine parts. Can you imagine that, college? They tell me it's very functional and they make a good case. But I got a different idea. I just have a feeling in my bones that this is going to be one of those fad things that everyone wants to do once they see those who did it. Not just gnomes, my friend, but everyone. All over Azeroth, trolls, draenei, orcs, maybe even humans and dwarves, and Pandaren's, And the undead, can you imagine that market college? They all want to be stronger, faster, more agile, and mostly look cool. And I got to tell you, those gnomes look very cool. Anyway, I'm going to gather all the gold I can scrape together and make an investment in getting this technology out into the bigger world. I think anyone who gets in on the ground floor of this is going to make it big. Really big. This is going to be bigger than the pet battles. You got any cash you want to invest college? This is the time. This is your big chance to get rich. I got to go now and start on my plan. But think about it. So long for now. (laughs) Now, where can I rustle up some more investors? Hmm, I wonder about this new L.E.N. dog guy. He sounds like he's pretty well healed. Well, (laughs) Rizhak certainly sounded happy. I sure hope this works out for him, although, given his track record, I'd be a little reluctant to invest in this, even if I had gold to invest, which I don't. The Rizhak Report is brought to you by the Keenbean Kaffa Company, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa trading company. Keenbean Kaffa. Good beans, good Kaffa. Checking the Azeroth calendar, well, the Midsummer Fire Festival wrapped up last week with the fireworks extravaganza, so we hope you had a chance to enjoy this annual event. The Dark Moon Fair makes its monthly return starting tomorrow with its week-long celebration of of all that's weird and wonderful in Azeroth. And in just a few weeks, the one-day auction house dance party will be back. So start brushing up on your best dance moves and choosing your favorite attire for this fun event. It's time now for our weekly feature, The Inside Story. As you heard at the beginning of the show, Velmic won't be with us for a couple of weeks, but um, <laughs> the good news is that Eleandor is back with us to share his thoughts about Horde Inns. So, Eliandor, welcome back. I hope you and your sister, Shalah, had a nice week visiting an inn for you to review for us. Hello again, Tosh Mifuni. Oh, please. No need to be so formal. Call me Tosh, or Tashi if you'd like. No, I'd rather not. Um, okay. So, uh, um, what inn will you be reviewing for us this week? Well, Shala and I plan to go to Shadrath and visit Scryer's Rise. A lovely place with beautiful gardens, and the innkeeper there, Roldemar, is an old friend of the family. Plus, Daddy is quite well positioned with the scryers. Well, that, uh, that sounds wonderful. We can't wait to hear about it. I said we planned. Past tense, dear fellow. Please, try to pay attention. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, sounds like maybe you ran into some kind of problem? Yes, we did. Shalar's Fade Dragon, Mr. Puffles, the only one she trusts for long-distance travel, developed a rather serious case of Flopbot shortly after we left Silvermoon, and we had to stop to have him attended to. (laughs) I'm, uh... I'm so sorry to hear about Mr. Puffles' Flopbot. I don't see what's so funny. No, (laughs) no, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Obviously not funny. I assume... (laughs) bot can be very serious. Um, so, were you able to find an inn to stop at? Well, to call it an inn would certainly be a stretch. But yes, we took refuge at Light's Hope Chapel in the... Ugh, Eastern Plaguelands. Filthy place, all those germs. I don't see why anyone would spend any time at all there. Well, uh, from what I understand, there was that whole war against the Scourge thing, but... It, and never mind. So... Since you were there, did you maybe look around? Could you share some thoughts about the place? Oh, I suppose so, since I'm here. As I said, it's hardly an inn. More of a military garrison built around a chapel that laughingly calls itself an inn. I mean, really, no place to sleep or even a decent restaurant. But I suppose they're doing the best they can. Ah, no restaurant, huh? So... What did you do for food while you were there? Well, innkeeper Jessica Chambers, who was charming enough in a rustic sort of way, sent us out to see an orc fellow, Gruchek, Gutwrench, something like that, I don't know, who I can only assume turned out whatever passes for food for the soldiers there. The only thing on the menu that looked remotely acceptable was the roasted quail. Well, that that doesn't sound so bad. Yes, I suppose if you don't mind picking Buckshout out of the meat. Surprisingly, he did have some Silvermoon Port on hand. A poor vintage, but it sufficed. Ah, okay, so um, the food wasn't great. What about the rest of the place? Oh dear, where to begin? Well, first of all, we had to spend the evening in a tent while they attended to Mr. Puffles. And they had a rather serious rat problem. Shala spent most of the time climbing up onto things and holding up the hem of a skirt. I was forced to deal with the vermin myself. Oh, you did a little exterminating, did you? Oh please, I simply paid some of the local goblins to take care of them. You know how goblins are, they'll simply do anything for money. Hey now, we happen to have a reporter on the show who's a goblin, and I consider him a friend. And, yeah, he loves his gold, but he is choosy about the work he does. Maybe not so choosy about what he pays other people to do. Kind of like you. Oh, no offense. I'm sure he's a decent fellow in his own goblin way. Okay, let's just move along, shall we? Anything else about the Light's Hope Chapel? Well, we did have a rather odd experience. As we were eating, an elderly Toran approached us and asked us to collect grubs... grubs (laughs) can you imagine he kept going on and on about some food shortage and everyone's being hungry i i don't know something and all he could offer in return was some worm steak and a rather tatty looking cloak i mean really do i look like someone who would collect grubs no i guess you don't so based on the scale for inns you talked about last week I'm guessing Light's Hope Chapel is, um... Yeah, simply unacceptable on all counts. Yeah, I kind of figured. Well, I appreciate you filling in for Belmec for the next couple of weeks. So, until then, under therass- Please, don't. I appreciate the effort, dear boy, but your pronunciation is simply atrocious. Ah, <sighs> okay. Until next week, then. Yes, I suppose so. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, serving up the finest food and drinks to be found anywhere. Come on by and say hi, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew, brewed right here in the valley by the fine pandarins at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks, and be sure to tune in next week for another exciting episode of the Chronicles of Gadget and Cabfile. See you next time, and remember, Free Pandaria. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-based fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Halfhill Report.